What's up, Smugcasters? Got another great episode for you this week. Uh, we were supposed to have uh, uh, the paranormal uh, investigator on this week. He is a uh, he's a bit under the weather, uh, so we we attempted to line up another guest, um, and that happened to fall through this morning. Uh, so if we uh, if we sound a bit off, uh, that's why um, we. Uh, we decided instead of just skipping a week and not putting one out, we wanted to go ahead and sit down and do one. So me and BJ just happened to pop in and and uh, record one and uh, talk to you a little bit about something that uh, BJ and I have no business talking about, and that would be relationship advice. So go Cubs. Got the World Series title. Uh, we're psyched about that. And uh, this is Smugcast. My GPS says I was stuck in the goddamn jungle. Come on! This is Smugcast! Listen up! Alright, welcome to another episode of Smugcast. I am AP as always. With me, the most beautiful man in podcasting because I owed him a compliment from last week. The BJ Cubs win, Cubs win. The goat is dead. The curse is gone. Cubs win, baby. Only one negative thing I have to say is, uh, fuck you, bandwagoners. Yeah, get off the bandwagon. This is our team. Um, been with them since I was eight. You you don't you don't get a ride on my glory. No, you don't. No, no, I don't. This has been actually this is my first sports team I think since IU. Indiana basketball, who won um, in 87 with Keith Smart last second shot. It's the last team I've had win a championship. <clears throat> oh, yeah, because you're an Eagles fan. Yeah, they haven't won in a while. Yeah, of course. I, I mean, I, I was a um, I mean, Cubs, Cubs fan from a, uh, from a kid. I mean, I, you know, as long as I can remember, I've always been a Cubs fan. Um, <clears throat> I think it's the um, – it was the first stadium I ever went to. It was kind of one of those things. Um but then, along with that, I was also a Bears fan, and then I moved. I was never really into pro football growing up. You know, I was a Cowboys fan because my dad was. Um, you know, I liked Aikman and and uh, Smith and all those guys. But um, I I, be, I guess I became a Colts fan when I really started to watch. You know, pro football. Just you know, maybe because I was here. You know, we were in Indy. That was you know the team to watch, and it just so happened that. What a couple of years before I graduated high school, Peyton Manning got drafted to the Indianapolis Colts, and it just kind of worked out from there, you know. No, absolutely. So I just always had an issue with bandwagon people. It's okay for kids. I mean, my son is who oh, yeah. he went from uh, Kevin Durant, $150 shoes to uh, Stephen Curry's uh, awful Under Armour hundred some dollar shoes, and now he wants LeBron um, shoes. Oh, that's what last night or yeah, last night in the driveway we were playing a little. I was playing a little ball with him, and um, you know he wants to. Uh, well, he used to want to be Steph Curry, and uh, I kept stealing the ball from him. And I was like, I was like, you realize Steph Curry doesn't throw the ball way out there like that. And he's like, man, Steph Curry, Steph Curry sucks. Oh, I know. It's funny. <laughs> Two was, months ago, you were all about him. And the big and uh, big news this week also is my son did try out and did made the uh, basketball team. Pretty yes, proud of did. him. Yes, he did. He's balling. Yes, I am pretty proud of him. And then I told him, you make that team, I'll get you a pair of shoes that you want. And then I just knew it was coming. Oh, you just walked right into that. It's it's <laughs> it's fine. I'm pretty proud of both of my sons. Um, Luke also this week won most improved. Um, defensive player for his seventh grade football team from a kid who has never, never played. in his life played never ball. played. He's uh he's gonna be one to look out for, man. He's gonna be he's gonna be tough. He's got that mentality though. Yeah, he is. I'm, I'm and he he's a, both my kids are great kids. They both get very good grades. They're they're really well liked. So that's something I'm very proud of is is the kids. And one thing I'm trying to do is make sure that they don't turn into some of the people that. I can't stand. <laughs> First of all, today I uh, went to the gas station before I came over here. Yeah, got to get them monsters. Yeah, and then the guy in front of me 
need to get gas, which is no big deal. And so he paid, handed the lady $8. And she's like, so $8 of my pop. He's like, oh, no, I'm not done. I'm like, oh, no big deal. This guy's probably got some other, probably had another 20 stash somewhere. He pulled out change. Not quarters, but change. So he's like, all right, here's another dollar. Then he dropped the change on the counter. He, he, did he count out 100 pennies? I don't know. The lady, the la- other lady back there saw my face and she opened up the other <laughs> line. I was to the point where I almost pulled my wallet out and said, dude, I'll pay for your gas. Just, let Just me go. get it, man. Fill it up. It's on me. And the same guy, this is a trifecta. This is like seeing a unicorn. It is. <laughs> seeing a fucking unicorn. He had sunglasses on inside. Hey, man, sun never sets on cool. And he had a jersey on of a player that hasn't played in the team in like 15 years. <laughs> He's reliving the home glory days. And it wasn't even, it, it was a, it was a, uh, it was a basketball jersey of Derrick Rose, who now plays for the Knicks. How old was this guy? He's probably about mid twenties. Oh, okay. so he wasn't real jersey guy that he's, wears. He's yeah. on the he's on the verge. But he just he wore a jersey and there was no need for that jersey, and he had sunglasses on inside and there's no need. Like I had my sunglasses. It was a sunny today's a sunny day. Yeah, yeah, it's not. I sunny. love my sunglasses. I have a very nice pair of sunglasses, yeah. and you do too. But yeah. we take them off at appropriate times. Well, it's 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 respectful when you're going to speak to somebody to take your fucking sunglasses off. And they and he also and he just I just I prayed that he didn't have kids. Like he's not making more kids like that. Oh, you know he is. But he but he We talked we talked about this. You should have to take a test. You should have to take a to test. Kids. Yeah, you have to have a test before you get behind a thousand pound car. <laughs> yeah. But it's okay to create other humans that are gonna be more humans that are just in the way. Yeah. More I'm gonna give you change at the counter. I'm going to wear a jersey that's just because I like to be a jersey guy. My favorite jersey guy is the guy that puts his own name on the back of a jersey. Man, I, 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 would, I wouldn't put my own name, but I would definitely put something stupid. I don't know if I'd wear it, but I'd just hang it up, probably hang it up here in the studio. And the other thing, <laughs> the other thing about sunglasses <laughs> is if, it, if, the sun's, if there's no sun, there's no need for sunglasses. No, I mean, unless you're like my wife and her eyes are so freaking sensitive, she almost has to wear sunglasses at night. Isn't that a song? I wear my sunglasses at night. Oh, you had that. that turns me on. Do it again. Do it no, again. I can't. <laughs> but that's just what bothers me is like, that doesn't help you be cool. It doesn't. No, nothing helps you be cool. No, if you- you're cool, you're just cool. Just, there's a way about there's a way about somebody who is who's cool. I mean, I can't think of anybody other than myself off the top of my head, but um, I'm I'm sure <laughs> you don't even know what to say. I I just I I know is I had so much rage and I just literally want to smash that guy's head in, into the entrance of the place of the gas station and just be like, "What's wrong with you?" Like and ask him like, "Where did it go wrong for you?" Like he went to he what he most likely did was people turned in their Derrick Rose jerseys at the Goodwill store and he went there. He went and picked one up. He went and picked one up. <laughs> but he, you know, he he's still a kid. I mean, he's mid twenties, man. You're still a kid. Mid twenties. I was married with kids. Yeah, but you're you're an exception. You're the exception, though. I mean, my parents were the same way. I mean, they they had us straight you know straight out of high school. But I mean, that's you know, it's just not really that's not really the norm. I feel like anymore. Seems like everybody waits, but yeah, I mean, there are some people like yourself that do, you know, come out of school, you had, you fell in love, you married her, you had kids, and so you were mid twenties with kids. In my mid twenties, I didn't have kids, I didn't own a house, I was still partying. <laughs> you were living the dream that all of us try to eventually recapture: sex, drug, and rock, <laughs> sex, drugs, and rock and roll. And speaking of that, today's topic is. Well, as as you can see, we didn't introduce a guest. Yeah, uh, Mike. Uh, Mike is sick. He is part of the Paranormal Society of Indiana. Yeah, Indi- what Indiana Paranormal? Yeah, investigations. Yeah, he is actually sick. He called me on Friday, which was yeah, no big deal. So we'll get him rescheduled, and then yeah. so um, wrote that show, and then and then had another lined up, didn't work out, didn't pan out. So I had that one kind of done. I knew what I was going to do. I want to do relationships. Yeah. Because uh, this person was single. Yeah. You sent me an article the other day that I was like, we got to put this on the show. <laughs> so basically today is we got a bunch. I actually got a bunch of questions sent in from people. And so this should be fun. 
Um, hopefully we'll be able to get into help some people with, with some relationship advice. Yeah. Relationship advice from two dudes, <laughs> ladies, listen up. <laughs> Some and then one and I just want to give a big shout out to the Asian Sensation and Pancakes for doing. They actually did research for me because they knew that I had. I already had the, did the show twice, and this was the third round I had to go through. And when, when he talks about doing the show twice, like he, we we don't just sit down and start talking. Like we work this stuff out and get it, you know, in a formula to where things flow. I actually because <laughs> if not, it just. Derailed. I actually do what's called a rundown, which is a professional term in radio. Um, I wouldn't know what that is. I don't do research. You do. I know. So basically, as I go through and try to order the topics, even with the guests, when we have the guests, I do research on, on the guest, and I do research, even if it's someone I know, I still try to go through, and I prep them for the show. I've been here for over an hour. We sit down and prep yep. for it, and then we started, and then... It, so there's a lot that goes into it. So if think, people think we just walk in here, pop some beers, pop whatever, and start jabbering, that's not what we do. <laughs> we tried that once. That didn't work out so well. I, yeah, I actually care about this, and, and this means the world to me to be doing this. So, and We just try to bring you something funny, something for you Monday. Me and BJ love listening to podcasts Monday morning, and we decided to just throw our hat in the ring. Oh, absolutely. And then we've got like, I do want to thank all the feedback we did get, but I did want to thank those two people, Pancakes and Agent Sensation. Yeah. Um, for actually sending me a bunch of questions and stuff like that. I'm just happy people are actually going to iTunes and uh, rating us and leaving us reviews. I mean, that, that helps us. We've only got, uh, I believe the formula is you get, you have eight weeks to get your podcast into the new and noteworthy section on iTunes. And the more we rate, the more we get reviews, the the more likely that's going to happen. And some of it has to do with downloads too. But um, our yeah, downloads if are you, there. And if you're having trouble downloading it, Craig, um, call me. I'll help you to, to help download it. Man, if you got an iPhone, you can set it up to where when that dude comes out, it just downloads to your phone. And if not, uh, we are on Stitcher now. Stitcher Radio is an app you can get on uh, Android, all those other phones that are junk. <laughs> we are we are apple people i'm sorry fucking iphone snaps uh and the other thing is we will be developing and it'll probably be we're hoping to have it done by the end of the year we will have a youtube channel up yeah youtube channel uh it's not just the um just, not just us like here in the studio doing the podcast blah 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 we um you know as all of you know probably i'm a video guy it's where i got my start um, we have, uh, some shorts we're going to start doing, uh, we're going to get those put out right now. We're just kind of trying to figure out the, it's called sketch comedy. Yeah. And I, I said that to someone, I was like, yeah, we're going to do sketches, some sketch comedy. They're like, what is that? They really I, think we're going to draw shit. I think so. Oh, fuck. A little stick people. <laughs> Don't listen to this show, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So speaking of this, uh, speaking of this, this is pretty interesting to happen. The windshield story on my car. Yes. BJ, uh, <laughs> sends, sends me a text message. What? Like a week ago. It wasn't even a week ago. It was, was like, it? yeah, it was like, uh, was it Saturday. It was a Saturday. It was a Saturday. It was a Saturday. I was picking up agent sensation. We were on our way to work and I was getting off the highway, got on the interstate to head to work. And all of a sudden there was no cars, no truck, no, no construction trucks. There's nothing going on. There was no overpass above us. Nothing. All of a sudden, Something hit my windshield, and it was so loud it echoed inside the car. Dang, and that's it, pretty good for a small car. Yeah, and it, it, yeah, and then we got to work, we got out, looked at it, and we couldn't figure out what it was because it's actually a circle. Yeah, because well, like there's like three circles. Yeah, this is my fifth windshield that I've had something to happen to since I've owned a car, since I've owned a car, and had a couple people looked at it. We looked it up online and tried to see what would cause it and stuff like that. And then when I got home that night, uh, my wife's friend is actually a cop. And then you you came over and looked at it, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That same night she was there. And then another person basically looks like the, they said was e- it was like a bird gun. Yeah. Like a low, just a low. Like a like a pellet type yeah. gun. Yeah. So basically on our way to work and where it hit in the windshield, it was chest level with the Asian Sensation's oh, chest. If it, if it would have been a real gun, he'd have been dead. So we're starting to think is uh, the, uh, the conspiracies out there. Yeah. Somebody's uh we're on to something. We're bothering somebody enough where they take a shot at the Asian sensation. Yep. We're gonna have to get T C on this. But his Shaolin sword protected him. He knows karate. All Asian. Karate. Alright, so to kick this off <laughs> He knows karate. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> karate. Karate. 
It's been a while since me and you just done it by yourself. I know this is this is it's actually kind of weird. I I'm, I, I want to ask somebody else questions and have somebody else chime in, and there is nobody in the other chair. So, but I get a whole, and then so what we're going to start with is this article that me and you read. Yeah, it's called "Is the Honeymoon Stage Over in Your Relationship? Ten Signs You're Settled In from a Married Person." You're settled in from a married person, and the number one topic is you're suddenly squabbling over nothing. Oh yeah. Because in the beginning, you don't say anything. You're like, you don't no, care. No, yeah. you don't care. You so, don't care. You're, so that dirty dish that's been sitting there for three days next on the nightstand, you're yep. like, oh, that's fine. That's fine. Yep. But yep. two years from now, or a year from after the honeymoon, you're like, oh, yeah. Seriously, can you not walk 10 feet to the kitchen? <laughs> yeah. Or after oh, you get yeah. done doing dishes, someone puts another dish in there. Even though the dishwasher's dirty, you can put it in there. Yeah. that's I, I, I am still... I, I try, but I still, you know, I get done because my mind goes a hundred miles an hour, and I get no, not at all. Bro. I don't get, I don't get. <laughs> my mind goes so fast that I literally don't get shit done because I'm like, I don't know what to do. It's like, okay, well, I'm thinking about this. Okay, well, I need to do that, but I also need to do this. What about this? You know, and, and my, as my mind, as I'm walking to that sink, you know, I wash that dish off and I set it down, and then I'm like, all right, what do I got to do now? And then, and I. I literally wash it off, lean to my left, open the dishwasher, and put it in, and I don't. That's beautiful. That, that's <laughs> what my kids do, and they're 13 and uh, 13 and 11. The next, number two, is bodily functions are no longer a secret. I th- didn't, we, didn't we talk about? That's when the first um, time I knew Steph cared about me. Yeah, she farted yeah, next to me yeah, in the chair. Yeah. And my my wife, we I have I have uh, I've known her for 15 years. And I have heard that lady fart one time. Oh, I can actually probably do an all-time's greatest hits with Steph and myself. <laughs> Just put it on the remix. The, the funny part that they put on here, all all burps smell bad. They are the farts of the face. <laughs> yeah, I read that. That's a good quote, though. It, it, it's true, though. I mean, it's basically, it's um, how many times like you'll wake up in the morning, go take a shower, and you're like, well, what happened in here? <laughs> Well, that's why I told you about how my wife made me quit yeah. farting in the morning when I woke up because she got tired of her coffee tasting like fart. Oh, fart coffee. Available now in 18s <laughs> and 12 ounce. Wherever top shelf coffee is sold. <laughs> yeah. It'll be at Starbucks from now on. Getting ready for a date takes half the time. Shit, what date? The date is basically just getting through the day. It is, more or less, especially if you got kids. The main thing, especially as you have kids, you're like, hey, did you get the kids? All right, good. We know where they're there. They're there. <laughs> yeah. And then number four is the sex is different. Yeah. I I had a guy, a uh, buddy of mine. Well, actually, we, we met him. Um, when uh, when I first got married, um, you know, I was like, I was like, man, what, you know, what, what do I expect? You know, he'd been married for years at that point in time. And um, I said, what, you know, what do I expect? And he actually said, he goes, well, the sex is different. I said, well, what, what, do you, what do you mean different? And I was like, I mean, it's not going to happen anymore. I mean, that's the old joke. You know, why does the, the bride smile as she's walking back down the aisle? Well, that's because she knows she's giving her last blowjob. And I was like, what do you mean the sex is different? He goes, what's, he goes, it's better. You know, and at that point in time, I'm thinking, how can this get better? <laughs> sex is pretty good anyway. Well, if it's, if it's less, left less often. Then each time you have it, it's a little bit more special. That there's a lot of truth in that. <laughs> well, you got to think about it. If you have kids living in your house, you you become like teenagers again, trying to sneak around and have and, and have it. Oh yeah, you really oh, yeah, do. For sure. I mean, oh, yeah. Because the worst thought and the worst thing in me is my thought of my kids seeing my booty in the air. Oh yeah, man, that would be. You know, my kids are are three and five. You know, and you know, yours are a little bit older. Well, I hate for him to come in and start clapping like, <laughs> get it, Dad? Because you know, Colin be like, uh, "What are you doing?" Yeah, painting. We're painting the yeah, room. We're painting. No, I had I had one of mine uh, come in after we were done, and it was late because we've always were like, you know, we'll let's wait till we know the kids are asleep. You know, she's real paranoid about it, and um, <clears throat> um. I uh, I don't know. She had went downstairs to get something to drink or whatever. And I'm standing in our room and we had just got new pillows and I was putting new pillowcases on the pillows. 
And out of the corner of my eye, I just kind of caught something at the door. And I, well, I thought it was the wife. I looked over, it's my five-year-old. She goes, what was that noise? Oh, God, are you kidding me? And I'm like, uh, probably, <laughs> probably just the TV, honey. <laughs> Daddy, why are you hurting, Mommy? <laughs> no, it wasn't. Uh, the other thing is, number f- five is, you're not spending every minute together. Yeah, I mean, you know, you uh, you spend a lot of time together anyway. You know, it's it's nice to it's nice to have some me time. Yeah, it, it is because you're fighting the same battle day in and day out, and then eventually you're like fighters, and you just want to wait for the oh, yeah. bell to go to your own corner. Yep, yep. The communication number six: the communication slows down, but not in a bad way. Oh, no, you just quit saying. Well, it says, remember all the texting and talking on the oh, phone all Jesus. hours of the night. Granted, it was a long, long time ago. Now our main focus communications via text and short, uh, informal bursts. I actually prefer it, you know, talking as much as we used to. I'm an introvert, naturally quiet, and so I honestly don't have much to say. Once you're, n- once you're not so eager to communicate in any form, you're probably on your way out of the splendid honeymoon biz. But trust me, it's not so bad. So, and I understand it because it it is it is business-like. Hey, you know, Steph texts me all the time, like, hey, um, can you pick up the kids tonight at 8? Or kids are going to spend, someone spend the night this weekend. Or, hey, I'm going to Dallas. I hope you don't forget that I fly out on Wednesday. <laughs> can you take me to the airport? No. No. Uber no, that bitch. No. No, I mean, when uh, <clears throat> when uh, the wife was in, uh, was at grad school, you know, it was seven hours away. And, um you know, we would, we would, she would call every night or I'd call her, you know, depending on them schedules and everything. And I'm not one who likes to talk on the phone. Like, I mean, I really don't, you know, I mean, you know, when me and you, we sit around and we bullshit and we talk, you know, there may be 20 minutes where neither one of us says a damn word. It was, we don't have anything to say. You know, when you call somebody on the phone, you know, you're expected to carry on a conversation. And, you know, at that age, she wanted to talk to me and she had all everything, you know, all these stories she wanted to tell me and I don't have anything to say. You're like, Oh, that's fascinating. That's and, great. You know, you can't, you can't sit on a, you can't be talking on a phone and you know, just have five minutes of silence where, because you, neither one of you have anything to say. You're just on the phone. See the greatest, I'm going to come clean here. The greatest thing, the uh, iPhone has the mute button while someone else can keep talking. You put it on mute. He's, and he's, put on mute. he's fucking just do whatever you want. And you get, <laughs> yeah. All you have to say is, Oh really? Oh, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Okay. I understand. You just got to have enough to stay in the conversation. Which I'm good at. You Number eight, you return to making outside plans. So basically, you try to base everything around, like, we used to get a DVD every Friday night, and then we would go to uh, we would go to dinner, and then we'd do things like that. But I, other than that, yeah, everything I do, my whole life's, well, I mean, my work schedule is till 8, eight, yeah. eight o'clock, and, or I might get home till 8 o'clock at night, but... And then when she, I'm home, she's not home. Like, you know, today I'm home, and then she has to go do something today. Yeah. So everything's outside plans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Number nine is one of my favorite. Those opinions you held in, they're way out now. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> it's like pe- <clears throat> people you don't know, you'll treat nice, and the people you love, you treat like shit, seems like. Well, when you eventually, you know, start saying things that you and Norman never say, like, like when I, f- I remember being 19 watching Titanic with uh, Steph, and then she was just like, I love this movie. Do you love this movie? I was like, oh, it's a great movie. Like five years <laughs> later, it's like, that's fucking garbage. Oh, she had God. enough room on that plank to put him on there. Oh, yeah. They have went actually went through, saw it on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Scientific fact, yes. Yeah. But she was selfish. She was a taker. You need to be a giver. There, the, I saw that movie for the first time in theaters. Did you cry? No, man. I don't even know. I mean, I was I was still in what? I don't even know if I was in high school yet. I probably was. No, uh, I wasn't either. The tape. I remember she had the t- t- fucking VHS, actually. <laughs> she had the VHS, and I remember. So, yeah. So, James Cameron, I can't stand you either, sir. Yeah. No, we went. Um, my family, we used to do uh, New Year's Eve um, at my aunt and uncle's house. And, um, so we would all go there New Year's Eve, like all of my aunts, all my uncles, all the kids. Right. And, uh, we would get up, uh, New Year's day and, uh, go watch a movie. I mean, that was like our, that was our thing. And so somebody thought it was a good idea to go watch Titanic. 
three hour movie sitting in the theater, you know, day after or New Year's Day. And of course I have to get the biggest soda uh that they make, you know, or that they sold at the time, which was probably like a forty four ounce, and I sat there and drank that whole thing. And you know, I was I was all slouched down in the seat, you know, couldn't fill my bladder. That movie got over and I stood up and I all but about pissed myself. I ran to the bathroom. Oh, I thought you peed yourself because you were shocked the boat went down. <laughs> no. I didn't know that happened. <laughs> no. Number 10, you begin to be your real self. And this is something that's pretty interesting. And I'll read what it says. We hold back at first. For me, I feared letting my partner witness, witness any of my panic and anxiety disorders explode out of me because what if I scared him away? It is hard to be those first few uh, incidents explaining who you really are all while hopping into a relationship hope while hoping the relationship can su- uh, survive this that chick that wrote that article had a lot of a lot of no it was multiple people that wrote it oh was yeah, it multiple, oh, it, was men was and, it was men and women. oh got you got you but yeah that's and then we and then this kind of coincides with the movie i watched last night which was uh suicide squad that's what i call the uh, batshit crazy yeah because all yeah. of a sudden, you, and they say you can tell by the eyes they're crazy, and that's not true. And this goes for men and women, because men and women are both crazy. We're all crazy. Oh, yeah. But the fact that the matter is, is there's a special kind of crazy. And I just said this to you and your wife, too, after I was like, every dude at one point in time wants to ride that ride that uh, train of crazy. Oh, yeah, ride that crazy train. Just to see what happens. It's it's uh, It's very interesting when you get a crazy chick, or a crazy dude, for that matter. Yeah, crazy dudes. Crazy dudes scare me. More crazy dudes. Yeah, crazy dudes are dangerous. Crazy chicks are fun. Yes, they are. Because you know the old saying, right? No, what? <laughs> the. Cra- <laughs> Hang on, <laughs> I just can't stop <laughs> laughing before I say it. Because the crazier they are, the better are they in bed. Oh yeah, for sure. I think I read that on, on a uh, Hallmark they, card. They going. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> we gonna start writing all my cards. That's right. They gonna tie you up and beat your ass. And and speaking of that too, is when did men all of a sudden develop vaginas? What you mean to get moody? No, what I'm talking about is all of a sudden when the, it's just I don't understand how people can, can just dudes just be so fucking sensitive. That dudes can get sensitive. No, I but, lie. But I'm talking. I'm talking about like really sensitive. Like, what do you mean? Like, you know, where it affects them at work, they're like, well, what's the matter? Like, oh, I'm just having a bad day. Well, what's the matter, bro? Let me know what's going on. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I just don't think she loves me the way I love her. What the, are, what are you talking you're, about? <laughs> you're a fucking dude. Act like it. And you know why she probably doesn't want to be with you? Because you act like that. Like, yeah, Do you exactly. like me? Do you love me? Why no, don't man, you talk? You got to be confident. You know, man up, man the fuck up. Give her back her thongs. Put on some uh, <laughs> what's the underwear? Meundies. Meundies. Hey man, that's some good shit. Proper I, proper nut huggers, right? I, oh, dude, man, they hug your balls so good. <laughs> <laughs> they do, man. I hate to I hate to give them a uh, you know give them a shout out because they they're not really a sponsor, but yeah, we're not big some, enough for for them to uh, notice us. Yeah, they are some great underwear though. If you get a chance, buy you some meundies, man. You won't regret it. And I, one of the things that I wrote down here was, is I want to ask you, have you ever been on a date and forgot their name? No, not really. I don't, not that I, I don't, not that I'm aware of. Well, I had, um, one of my friends, um, had a girlfriend that lived in a different town. And so we double dated. They came over to watch a movie, which is the most fucked up movie, which was called When a Stranger Calls Back. Look it up. <laughs> okay. It's about this girl that's babysitting two kids. The dude's a ventriloquist. It's a what? mess up story. Just watch it. It's, it's it's an older movie. He told me her name one time, and then I forgot it. So I tried the whole night to get my friend's little sister, who was like five or six years old, said, hey, come here, come here, and tr- kept trying to have her ask her her name. Yeah. I think I was 18, 17 years old, whatever. But the whole night, like, I kept trying to get her. And finally, the girl noticed, like, you don't know my name, do you? <laughs> oh, shit. I was like, no, not at all. <laughs> but who set the date up? Uh, my buddy did. So it wasn't, like, totally so, my fault. But Yeah. But she was she was a little upset. Well, your buddy didn't know her name either? 
He did. He told me once, and then once his girlfriend got there, then oh, they, the, yeah, they were know. out doing their own thing. And then the the guy knew that I didn't know, and he wouldn't help me. Oh yeah, and he, he told her not squirm. to, and he told his girlfriend not to help me. So I'm just sitting oh. there trying to do everything I can to get her to remember her name. So I, it was the longest two and a half hours of my life. Oh shit! I never heard from her again for some yeah, reason. Yeah, you think? Well, I maybe I did, but I didn't know her name, so I don't know if it was her. <laughs> you don't know if that's who was calling or not. There's some of my favorite stories of stuff like that. Have you ever been called? You ever been called or called somebody the wrong name? It can be during. Oh yeah, I mean, during. Oh yeah, that, I think that happens quite, probably quite frequently. What about during shenanigans? Uh no, no, no. You never yelled out my name yet. No, no, yeah. I tried to get her to the other <laughs> night, but she wouldn't do it. I had my phone out and everything. You just confused her. Yeah. Oh. So here's uh, some of these questions are pretty deep. Um, We're going relationship advice from hell right now. So it says, uh, one of, <laughs> have you ever thought about becoming a woman? Uh, no. <laughs> hell no. <laughs> Who the fuck sent that in? I'm not telling you. <laughs> what the hell? If you have, did you ever pick out a female name? Like, we mean pick out a female name like you want to be a woman and actually pick that no hell no ain't nobody in the right mind gonna do that except for bruce jenner i think i would go with um like shania shania i mean if i had to pick one it'd have to be a stripper name well with the way i look and then i once dressed up like a woman for halloween I think mine would have to be like Beulah. You know, I've never done that. It's fun. I actually, I've never dressed up I, as a woman. I actually wore pantyhose and everything. Wow, you got in deep, didn't you? Yeah, I did. And just for some reason, it felt right. What color thong you have on? Ooh. Uh, I think it's Victoria's Secret. <laughs> yeah. I think it was. A little pink. For all those ladies out there that listen, it's the, uh, it used to be 5 for 25. I think that's what the sale mm, was. Mm-hmm. No, that's what I just got. I just got my wife some uh, me undies for her birthday. She loved them. They're oh. soft. They're so soft. If your spouse could change one thing about you, what do you think it would be? Oh, shit. That list is way too long for this. I think we're being set up with these. <laughs> Who sent this shit? Is this from Pancakes? It's Pancakes. Yeah, I figured. So if there's one thing I could change, it would probably be my um, willingness not to get healthy. Yeah. I, I think it would, you know. I think it would be that would probably be big because you know be that way it can be around longer. Oh yeah, I th- I think. Oh man, I I have so many that I mean it's uh, picking up my clothes, mine uh, for not you. putting the dishes in the dishwasher. Mine would be organization for you. Oh, definitely. I mean, I think that goes along with <clears throat> not putting not putting my dirty or not putting my clean clothes away. She's awesome enough to do my laundry, but yet I've still, they just sit there. <laughs> I just rewear them. And I think, I think that's what frustrates a lot of um, married couples. I don't, I don't just say that it's just on the women's side or the men's side is, is the household duties. I think a lot of time is, is you don't want to come out and say, well, that's your job. I mean, you should never do yeah, that. No. But I think a lot of time is, is like, you know me, like, you, I just I like to have things a certain way. Oh yeah, like I like to have things put up, put away. But I don't, I don't think it should be. Like I still don't think it's 1950s when oh, no, when television no. tried to tell you yeah. what our roles were. Like, hey, I come home, where's dinner? Why are the clothes oh, yeah. not put away? Like men and men and women now, the roles are different. Oh man, I, I still I have I have some <clears throat> friends um, that are older, quite a bit older than me, um, and uh, they. You know, I'm like, well, you know, I, I can't, you know, I can't really go do this. You know, I've got the kids and they're like, well, just have your wife, you know, watch them. And I'm like, I always want to go, dude, it's not, it's not fucking 1950. No. And that's one of the things is, is I understood that with you. Cause in a lot of time that we have to do our things that we need to get done together is yeah. I, under, I understand the fact is I'm like, Hey, oh, yeah. I'm going to make sure we don't run into this area. Cause if not, it's not to try to make them upset, but. It's just not their role to do all that. No, absolutely not. Like marriage, marriage is a compromise. Marriage is a compromise. Everything's a compromise. Oh yeah. Like it's almost like you're free agents and you're and you're trying to negotiate a business deal. <laughs> you to negotiate yeah. the contract. And you're saying, well, I'll do this if you do this. I'll do this if you do this. But and 
And one of the questions that on here, I think that he sent was, do you think society plays a role with that also? Um, because with a hundred years ago, 50 years ago, our grandfathers and fathers had to bust their ass with hard physical work and survival skills. And then in 1800s and early 1900, do you think that plays a part? But yeah, like I don't have to go out and kill bears. No, I don't have to go out and kill and def- kill and defend things now. Like it, it's a different world, and I'm not saying we shouldn't oh, be manly, but yeah, I mean it's a way different world, though. I mean, you got to think women didn't have to work back then. You could you could survive. You could raise a family off one income, and we're not set up that way anymore no. because we're materialistic. And it's someone that said somebody said this to me last night, keeping up with the Joneses. Oh yeah, and um. And I, I think that's where it's changed a little bit is because if my wife has a higher earning potential than I do, yeah, I'm all for it. Oh, yeah. Because we moved to Indianapolis because of her earning potential. She was recruited to come up here, and I'm yeah. okay with that. Yeah. And then, but I, that's just that's something that bothers me is I don't believe that I come home from work with my lunch bell, sit down, and then, you know, you cater to all my needs. That's not the way it works. No. And I think that's why a lot of times as my relationships do go better is because I don't see it like that. Yeah. Plus, I'm funny as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think she thinks that way. Because <laughs> I know my wife doesn't. Oh. <laughs> I can't say that. I, I'm going to. Something funny <laughs> happened today, but I'm not going to repeat that because you'll be mad. <laughs> it involves a muffin top and blueberries. Muffin top and blueberries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, but I think, this, what does she think she has? She has a muffin top. Oh no, she decided to sit on my part of the couch. I said my part. Oh, you have sides of the couch. Yeah, where I sleep at. I was just sitting there marinating. Oh and yeah. She sat down and we watched the most romantic show ever, Law and Order SVU. Oh yeah, a lot of romantic shit going on in that. And I don't know why we always watch that show because it's hard to transition from that into something else because you know yeah. it's very difficult. Yeah. And and what is the time frame for someone that are trying to get back on their feet and they're sleeping on their friend's couch? Because that one thing they the the reason that was brought up was that can affect the relationship. If you have someone staying with you to help them oh, out, yeah, oh, that puts yeah. a huge strain on oh, your relationship. That is, there is no way in hell my wife would ever let that happen. And I, no, I, I have no problem doing. It. I did it a few times. My, yeah. my brother did it, and then he got back on his feet. Yeah. And I have no problem doing that if it's. A situation where you have to leave a situation you have nowhere to go but yeah. have a plan yeah. but don't i'm those pe- just come in with no plan too many people want people to feel sorry for them oh yeah like woe is me get yeah. a fucking helmet and getting back in the game yeah oh like, yeah like th- shit happens and i hate that cliche but it does just just get but i think too many people want people to pity them and try to solve their issues for them. There, there is a difference between how, talking to someone about their issues, which I talk to you about it a lot. Yeah. And you know, but we'll try to help each other. It's not like, yeah. Oh, oh, bro, I feel bad for you, bro. Yeah. No, it's not There's that. No, yeah. Like I said something to you the other day, and you're like, "What the fuck are you doing that for?" Because that's what I needed to hear. <laughs> yeah. Instead of like, no, I understand. No, that's what people that people do. They 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 want somebody else to, to solve their problems for them. Now, I think that's part of why, you know, this country's in kind of where it's at now is nobody wants to help themselves. No, they don't. They want somebody else to saw to tell them what they need to do to fix their issue. It's okay to be a lazy piece of shit and, and not try to better yourself. I'm not saying you have to try to be CEO of the world. I'm just no. saying this, but don't say, I don't know, I just, I can't find a relationship and I just can't seem to get back on my feet. Well, it's on you. It's on you, man. You got to try. We all fall down. Oh, like, yeah. We all make mistakes. And and I think that's part of it too is in, in relationships is that is you can't, one of them can't play, I hate to say the word victim because, you know, I don't, but some of them do try to play off of that. Oh, yeah. And the world, the last thing you can do is say, hey, look what I do compared to what you do. Yeah. I've made that mistake. Oh, yeah. Like the other day, stuff's so like uh, we went over the data thing on the on the phone, and yeah. you know you used most of it. I was like, "Well, I paid the bill, so leave me alone." <laughs> yeah. Not the smartest way to handle no, things. No, uh-uh. <laughs> I, and that's my problem. I'm trying to work on because I have a tendency. To, well, I pay for it, so who cares? Yeah. No, I think uh, I think that's probably a lot of it. In a lot of relationships is who's putting in more. It's like you know you think. 
I should, I'm bringing in this amount of money. You should bring in this amount of money, you know, but it, it doesn't, it doesn't always, it doesn't work that way. You know, you kind of go towards how they say, you know, the whole income gap where it says, you know, women don't make as much money as men. Well, yeah, no shit. That's true. But that's, that, that is based off of numbers. That's not based off of, you know, uh, what jobs men take versus what jobs women tend to take. You know, that's why there's a, you know, like my job, it's very dangerous. So I get paid, you know, a lot of money. But if there was a woman that came in and did the same job, she'd get paid the same amount of money. But you're not going to get that. You know, but, you know, in a relationship, some some people want to, you know, they want to go towards that. Well, well, yeah, of course you make more money. You do a damn dangerous job. <laughs> you can't expect your wife to go, even though she probably could, you're not expecting her to go to go do that job. No, no, not around you dudes. I don't want her anywhere near you guys. <laughs> and then this was something that we, me and you talked about a lot. And this is something I've talked about. As you get older in relationship, does it become more of a business? And where does the passion go that you, that you had at the beginning? Well, I mean, we've talked about this before. Life man. happens. Like in the beginning, all you can think about is just you and that person. Oh, yeah. Like all day, you can't wait to get home to that person, yeah. or you can't wait to see that person because everything is new and it's great. And but the passion does come and go. Oh, absolutely! But there are certain people in the world that you can not see them for ten years, but if you lock them in a room, someone's getting pregnant. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh yeah, man. Because your your standards are lower if that's all you're seeing. That's that office hot. Well, what I'm saying is there's certain people that will always have that attraction. But what I'm saying is, but once you throw in kids, bills, oh, yeah. and all of that is, is you don't sacrifice for yourself. You sacrifice, but you have to, you have to make that because, you know, passion is a big part of it. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, cause I mean, it doesn't suck from my understand. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I mean, I don't know. I've never, I've never got like a, um, a comment card or anything like that. <laughs> you open up a comment box. That's what you should suggestion do. Suggestion box. <laughs> put, we'll it, put it downstairs. Put it downstairs. Please, mm-hmm. put, please put in your suggestions. Yeah. I already know what hers would be. <laughs> well, quit farting in bed. Quit farting in bed. Pick up your damn clothes. Put the dishes in the dishwasher. But it does become like a business. Don't put the laundry. I know. It does become like a business is because you sit down. Like, even when me and you sit down doing this, we were like, all right, what's our plan? We try to have a five-year plan, whatever. We try yeah. to map it out where we'd like to go, what we like to do. And it is difficult. Like, today today was a stressful day. Uh, Friday and Saturday and Sunday, even into the day, was stressful because we were trying to come into... I try to have a plan, trying oh, to yeah. make sure the show's going to be fun, make sure we have some things to talk about. But that can take away from some how we're doing it. Oh, yeah. Same thing with relationships is you're trying to build a business and you want to have the what you want to have the kids, you want to have the house, you want to have the dog, a couple of cats, herd of cattle, whatever you want. <laughs> herd of cattle. Not in this neighborhood. It's, but, a, it's in the homeowners association. HOA. Handbook that you can't have livestock in your backyard. You can't have any bacock. <laughs> no bacock. No chickens. I think that. I think though, but if you go chasing after that and you're hell bent on getting it, you're going to get there by any means necessary, and you can do a lot of damage because at the end, you you could end up being alone. Oh yeah, and you have no one to blame by your by yourself. Yeah, because we all want to be we're successful, but the thing about it is we don't think we're successful, and we're constantly thinking we have to keep growing and keep doing more and more. Yeah. And it's never, and sometimes it's enough. Sometimes it's just a kick on the couch, lay on a couch with whoever, not who, <laughs> lay on the couch with building you, that business, bringing in. Yeah. And just watch, you know, real housewives of Beverly Hills. Oh Jesus. I hate that damn That's show. called compromise, sir. Oh, fuck that. Fuck that. I ain't kidding you every night. You know, she's a wife's a psychology person. She, you know, has a degree in criminology and she's all about murders and you know all these crime shows and some sexy stuff there tell me about it for the longest time every night i went to bed there was a show on about somebody dying and i finally you know after months of this going on i was like will you please watch something else that doesn't involve somebody fucking dying 
She's like, well, I like these shows. I was like, that's fine, but I don't like waking up to three o'clock in the morning knowing how, you know, this chick had her throat slashed and the other guy got fucked in the ass. <laughs> you know, I don't want to, I don't want to hear that. Was that in the same episode? I think so. That's rough. It, it was a rough episode. They're all rough. She, you know, she told me, she goes, she goes, if you ever, if you ever decide to kill me, she goes, make sure we get on one of these shows. Yeah, that's called, <laughs> that's called building the brand. <laughs> Shit. What happens though is once you do have kids and other things come into play, and then you don't, you're not the most important thing into that person's life because when you know you have kids, like I was jealous of the kids for the longest time because I felt like they were getting all the attention, and I'm you know early twenties, I'm like, oh, yeah. I wanted some of that attention, like hey, I'm that over here. No, it doesn't. <laughs> no, no, and even now though, is you try to make plans and and you try to do that, but when the kids are finally at the my parents or wherever they may be at it's like all right shit's 10 uh i'm gonna take some nyquil i'll see you in the morning <laughs> yeah, i'm going to bed instead of making it it's about making the effort but i think you should have to make you should tell your wife or your boyfriend whoever you're with your goat whatever yeah tell them they're pretty it's okay yeah and you don't have to say it just because you want to get laid you can actually say it and mean it. it's it's okay of course my wife doesn't know how to take a compliment no, no one does so i just quit giving them no no no, I just say, you know, like, oh, you look, you know, you look pretty today. And she's like, oh, stop. You have to say that. Like, all right, well, you're not getting that again. Like, hey, your ass looks a little fat today. <laughs> My favorite compliment to give is like, hey, you look like you put some effort in today. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're going to crush, if you're going to crush what I'm allowed to uh, say, then I'm going to be a dick. <laughs> Next time you say something like that, make sure I didn't just take a big drink of beer. That's the reason I said it. <laughs> This shit just about and I know people are like, why here. should we listen to these fucktards? Yeah, we're nobody. I'm I'm almost 16 years in. Yeah. How many years you got, fuckers? Yeah, I mean, I'm, well, I've known her since I was, started dating when we were 19. Been married for, um, I don't know, eight years. We've had our ups and downs. We definitely have, especially when we bought the house. And I had buddies that weren't married and, you know, want to come over and hang out and all this. And, I mean, we had a... She had a come to Jesus meeting with me. <laughs> Solved that issue. I real can see quick. that. Oh yeah. Well, we were, you know, drinking and partying and like we were You were woo guys. Like it was a woo! Fra- oh, we were the woo guys. Doing body shots of each other. Well, you know. What about what do you think your spouse's favorite thing is about you? Oh, Jesus. I have no idea. You think about it, and I'll, and I'll go through right, and tell this story. Let me think about it. So, we had our first son, Mr. Luciano. That is his name. It's not Luciano. It's Luciano. My wife's Italian. Um, we were in birthing class, and you had to go around the table and say, what one trait do you want your child to have from your from your spouse or your significant other? <laughs> So I I'm uh, I'm first on the mic. I I you know I I'm, I really want my uh, child to have her um, how smart she is, how caring she is, and you know and just how well that you know she treats people around her and how well she makes people feel. Something like that. That's what I said. Yeah. All American answer, and I meant it from the bottom of my heart. Cause oh, I'm about yeah. to have my first child, and I am stoked. Yeah. She's next on the mic. She's like, uh, hmm. I just hope uh, they have the, his ability to tan. <laughs> you can get pretty dark, though. <laughs> Didn't say I, I'd love to have his athleticism, yeah. his his wit, yeah, the way he you know he can you know make take control of a room and be you know a great yeah. leader. No, nah, nah, bro. no, nah, nah, uh-uh. dude. <laughs> his want, ability to tan to make sure the boys can get dark. That's something stupid I should have said. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because sometimes I think I am the woman. Sometimes I really am. Yeah. Yeah. I might yeah, have a mangina. <laughs> no, I mean, if uh, if I if I had to pick, I mean, I, I would think she would think my personality. I mean, I, I'm always trying to make her laugh. You know, I figure if she's laughing at me or with me, either way, she's laughing. It doesn't bother me. Yeah, that's true. But my kid, one of my kids, got my ability to tan. Yes, I, I can get that. pretty dark, and the other one is white as a ghost, just like my wife. Yeah, I showed you that picture my mom sent me of me of my. Eighth oh grade yeah, year. yeah, yeah. You definitely looked Hispanic. Yes, I did. 
So that was probably, I think the other thing my, uh, I'm going to say this and I'm just joking. I'm going to say it. I think my wife really loves my earning potential. <laughs> oh, shit. Because <laughs> I've actually said that to her, so I, it won't be that big of a surprise. Yeah. She's like, yeah, that's pretty good. Now, I wish my wife would jump up to her earning potential. She's the one who went to school for six years. I I partied. <laughs> and the other this other part of the other question was can X be friends and how does your spouse or boyfriend, girlfriend feel about it? Can X's oh, be friends? Can you friends? be friends with your exes? I mean social I, media it's hard. Oh yeah. I it's mean, hard not to be. But. I, every one of my every single one of my ex girlfriends is I'm friends with on Facebook. I mean, we still, like, I'll, you know, obviously comment on their shit, and they comment on mine, but, I mean, it's not like we're, I, I, my wife is a very jealous person anyway, so I don't think that would be a possibility. You wouldn't invite them over for tea? Uh, no. No. I mean, I don't, I don't know, now, maybe, used to, no, they're absolutely still, not. They're still, they're maybe still, now. they're still, I think it depends on, because a lot of the things can be fabricated. And this is a, <laughs> it's another story that just pops in my head. So when I was a senior in high school, um, I really liked this girl. And we had talked a few times. And and she was, you know, she was played sports. I played sports. And I, and she was actually my age for once. Do I know this person? No, no. This one. Um, so when other people found out that she might go on a date with me, because I actually won a date because I played tennis against her. And she... Um, Oh, she beat my ass. She was hitting me in the chest. She was smoking <laughs> the shit out of me. Yeah. And her friends actually had an intervention at one of her friends' house to talk them out of uh, seeing me. Really? So I've actually had people have an intervention to tell someone to stay away from me. It's one of my prouder moments. Oh, yeah. I can see that. Wow. <laughs> just huddled her. I'd love to hear what they had to say. Mm-hmm. And the funny part is, most of them didn't really know me; they knew of me. So, oh yeah, because I mean, everybody diff- gets a little chirpy. I just came with intervention. They were like, I wonder if they had like a banner. Yeah, it said intervention. Yeah, and they're like, you talking to him really hurts me. Holy shit! <laughs> I wish that'd be funny. I still would like because she actually told me about that that happened. I would just, I was proud. Did you? Did you ever? Like when I when I was growing up, um, you know, you're a kid, you don't really have balls, you're you're afraid to hurt somebody's feelings or whatever. And I remember um, this one moment in specifically, or in, that's not even a word specifically, um, where you know you would have your friend call the girl, break up with her for you. Did you ever do that? I think I did in like middle school or something. Yeah, that's yeah, that's. What I did that been. once in middle school, and she's like, "We weren't even going out." And I'm like, "Damn, I don't even know what, what the relationships are." Oh man, I had, I had this one girl. She was a grade younger than I was, and um, we had kind of been, you know, quote unquote, girlfriend boyfriend, a, a couple different times. Did she wear your Letterman's jacket? I didn't have. This was way before that. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> and. Um, I remember I had, I have a girl that is, that was like my best friend, you know, from, for a girl, I guess. And, um, we, me and this girl, my best friend knew, I mean, we were good friends, but we knew we could never like, we could never date. Like it just wouldn't work. And, um, but anyway, I called her and was like, Hey, can you call such and such and break up with her for me? That's awesome. (laughs) And she was like, why would I do that? And I was like, well, you know, because I don't want to. And she's like, fine. So she calls her and within five minutes of me hanging up the phone with my friend, my phone rings, the house phone. I pick it up and this girl is screaming, bawling. Why did you break it? You know, the whole, and I was just like, Oh my God. And I felt so bad. I, I went back out with her. That's awesome. <laughs> I don't know how many times that happened. I don't know why I ever kept doing it. That's just that, that that's not a good idea. I don't know where that. I don't know where I was going with that story, but I no. Like it, but I used to, to I used to play what <laughs> I used to play what's called the rejection game. What? So we used to sit back and have some beverages, and then I would call the hottest girls in the school, 
that were single. That way I knew that I couldn't get my ass beat by somebody yeah. else. And, oh, that's when your ex is just texted. She I heard you talk. why that just popped up. That's weird. So I would. that's when we still had phone books. And we called people on those uh, house line phones. And I would call them up and I would ask them out. A lot of them would just giggle and play it off or whatever. Yeah. But one time the wrestling coach's uh, wrestling coach actually answered the phone. Oh shit! Boy, you think you should be calling this house this late? <laughs> well, is she home? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and the funny part was is is so you go through and call, and then maybe you get a yes. Holy shit! You you've you've like you've just asked for rejection in your life. I feel because if you get used to it, it's okay. Oh, I guess. But if you take, the, but what you do is, it's it's almost like a study, and you just see what you have to do in order to get that yes. And you just try to read the person of what they're like. I mean, so you, if they're crazy, then you just then you skid into their crazy side. Say no, no, I understand completely. Oh, it's okay geez. to stab your cat thirty times. I can understand. <laughs> Holy shit! I understand why you ran over yeah. your last boyfriend. That seems great. Oh my god! Because you never want to make a crazy girl mad. I hell no. Or a crazy dude, because dudes that are crazy like, why won't you call me? Get over it. Move on. Stalkers. Yeah, and that's just weird to me is if somebody doesn't want to be with you or doesn't want to spend, like I think I've said this before, just it's time to move on, bro. Yeah, man, there's plenty more just, out just there. Just sw- swipe right. I mean, with Tinder, plus you can go to the back pages, get an Asian massage, whatever you want to do. Oh, uh, man, you go, on, you go on Craigslist. Yeah. Look for misconnections. I love doing that. That's so funny. If I'm bored, <laughs> I go on Craigslist and go look at misconnections. Oh, I know. And and that one of the guests that was going to be here was, um, she is single. And I was going to be like, so what is it like being single these days? And Because she's told me stories about just, she's deleted her social media a couple times. Because some of the stuff is, if it's if it's not private, then people can send you things, yeah. whatever. And she would just get a bunch of dick pics like crazy. Oh, it sounds like my kid's going ape shit downstairs. I think they're starting a revolution against you. Yeah, probably. Either that or the fort closed. Oh, yeah. I built them a nice fort. I really want to get in that fort. Man, I, I got in it. It was pretty neat. I don't think I would be able to get out of it. Like, <laughs> I would have been like uh, King Kong standing up just destroying it and watching your kid's <laughs> yeah. face just screaming. Yeah. I'm surprised they, they didn't destroy it. They usually do. I've only built it for them a couple times because they usually last about 10 minutes and then they tear that bitch down. Have you ever, like, thought about what it'd be like to date now like seeing some of your friends or even other people you know go through the dating process because there's always one bro that thinks it's the greatest thing ever oh I, I, he's the guy that's wearing that affliction shirt oh, or that, yeah and the fucking um he has the little thing on the back of his jeans or little whatever <laughs> yeah it's like girls jeans yeah he has yeah. on girls jeans or, I don't, man i just i don't think i could that's uh, i i don't think i don't think i got the game anymore you I don't see, think the, I could. The reason I got married was because I was tired of lying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's no such thing as a perfect liar. Benjamin Franklin actually said that. Oh, shit. Because eventually you can't remember everything. No, huh? Like, what? Oh, yeah. What was my excuse? Yeah, what? yeah, yeah. What did I say? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, that's, that's just no way, man. That's, 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 a, that's a lot of work. I, I just think most people would just hop right into another relationship. Because that's comfort zone. Oh, yeah. Because that'd be more comfort oh, yeah. because now it's just... it's Because some people even stay in relationships because the fact is they go out there and look and they're like, oh, we're screwed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because going through the fact of like, oh, so what do you like? What's your favorite movie? Uh, where are you from? What are you, what are you, yeah, okay. That's awesome. Yeah. Just Can you just... I think we should have like job and so job resumes, like people resumes. If you're on a blind date, you just switch it. Yeah. Yeah. I go. I noticed that you're convicted of stalking in '98. <laughs> Sounds like my kids hollering for me downstairs. I think so. I think they're. She, di- she's she's over. She didn't get a nap today. Oh no, not at all. She is all fired up. But no, I mean, the um, other than you know, you you think especially at our age, if if we were to enter the dating game again, you have to be prepared to be a step parent. And that's difficult. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is very difficult. And I want to salute all those people that are out there that are step parents. I mean, and. Oh, yeah. Like, I know how I treated my stepmom. I, I just know. Well, my stepmom was an ex sucker. Um, so. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever actually meet her? Yeah, I did. Oh, did you really? Uh, I just. I don't even going to tell that story. Is she worth a profit? No. Ugh. Dude, she has to pay me just to talk to her. Ugh. Dirty whore. <laughs> 
I don't know if she listens or not. If you listen to this, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> All I know is is I had uh, I had one of the best. I say step-parents, but I don't like to call him my step-parent. He's Steve. Steve means dad to me. He was fucking awesome. He made me who I am today. I owe him a lot. He walked in the situation, and, and uh, he didn't have to do everything he did. Like I said, was it? So I don't like the word dad. Dad's a negative connotation. It makes me think of my biological father who didn't give a fuck. But uh, <laughs> but like I said, was this, that's why when I say Steve, I mean dad. I mean, the dude's amazing. I owe him a lot and got me into coaching, got me into softball, and just helped me get the confidence. And the I wouldn't be where I'm at without him. So Yeah, yeah. So, but it's almost, uh, as they say, closing time. It's closing time. See you bumping out in your uh, S10 with, with your, with your, <laughs> yeah, your yeah, subwoofers, your speakers. Hey, my speakers. Um, basically, if you want to make a relationship work, um, you have to. You have, have to work. You have to put. You have to. You have to put work in it. And when you know you love somebody, is when you love them more than yourself, and you're willing to make a sacrifice. This is this is, this is holding on to the cliff, and you can only save one of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw a thing today that says my uh, my barber or my girlfriend is on a cliff. What do I do? Well, it looks like I'll be at her funeral with one hell of a fade. <laughs> Shit. I'm not that deep in that. <laughs> just, just the main thing about it is, is you have a lot of times it's not about you. You just have to shut up and listen and quit having a fucking mangina. Like we, yeah. you're a man. Your job is a man to take care of people around you, and just and if you want to. And if you want, and if you want them to love you, then you're just going to have to do that or whatever. And of course, the painting dropping is going to drop. It's going to stop as you go further along. <laughs> oh in it. yeah. But oh, if you yeah. but if you go out of your way, put in effort, then that's fine. Oh yeah. But most people think, well, you're my wife or you're my yeah. husband. It should be a given. Yeah. And it's not a given because if you don't take care of whether it's your wife or your husband or boyfriend, girlfriend, someone else out there is going to do a better job than you. Oh yeah, for sure. And that's the, and it's not a good thing to say, but that's just the way it works sometimes is because who wants to spend the next 30 years with somebody you really can't stand? Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, I, I think there's something to, you know, trying to make it work, you know, maybe getting some help, you know, going to whatever, you know, to help. But I mean, there, yeah, I mean, I, I can see there, there comes a certain point where you just kind of enough's enough. And your bitchy friend in your ear telling you all kinds of bullshit is yeah. not help. No, no, that chicken head needs to shut the fuck up. <laughs> and that goes for dudes too. say, nah, bro, oh, man, yeah, come man. get rid of that and just come with us. We'll run havoc. No, yeah, no, no, I don't want to. No, no, <laughs> I'm, I'm too, I, 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 I'm too overworked to have to deal with that shit. No, I'm just saying this. I know I'm a catch. <laughs> my mom told me that. She said, "Be you're a catch, B. You're, you're a pretty man. You're, you see that? That's two. Yeah. That's two in one episode. That's you guys it. can kiss my ass." So, real fast, is um, is after we do the shout outs to in all our social media, I want to play a song because we got a new toy in the studio. We want to try it out, <laughs> bitches. Yeah. If you learn how to play this song right here. There won't be a dry painting in the house. Oh, shit. All right. <clears throat> well, that's uh, a wrap on another episode. Uh, don't forget, you can hit us up on Twitter. Uh, it's at Smugcast Show. You can send us questions, tell us we're stupid, whatever the fuck you want to do. Hashtag Flat Earth, bitches. Hashtag Flat Earth. Um, we're on Instagram also. It's at Smugcast underscore. Um, we're starting to post a lot more on there because BJ finally decided to start sending me the pictures. And we do appreciate the uh, <laughs> pictures of the qualifications for hashtag side chick. <laughs> yes. uh, also got to thank repo records. Uh, give us, help us out with the audio each and every week. They also, um, our intro, they, they did our intro. That's our intro music. They hooked us up with that. Um, also, uh, they make us sound sexy. They make BJ sound beautiful. Stay beautiful, Indianapolis. <laughs> As Repo Records taking the music back. Uh, also, uh, got Jay's Wings and Seafood over on the east side, man. They are, that is some good shit. You finally ate there. Oh, man. If you, if you stop in there, stop in there and uh, give them promo code SMUGCAST. You get 10% off your order. Um, but the Philly cheesesteak was but fucking you have to, on point. You have to make sure Jay's, Jay's in there. 
because his wife does not speak English real well, and she will charge your ass full price. <laughs> oh, no shit. Because she charges me full price, so I'll walk in her and I see her, I walk right back out. Oh, no shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, Jay, Jay's Wings and Seafood, man. It's, um, oh, I can't even tell you the address now. Oh, uh, 8237 Pendleton Pike. It's in Lawrence, Indiana. Uh, phone number 317-890-0088. Uh, you can call in your order. Uh, go pick it up. Make sure you give them the promo code SMUGCAST. Get 10% off. Um, also, uh, if you have any questions, uh, you hear us reading questions on the show every week. Um, you want to hear some topic you want us to talk about or just questions in general for that week for the guest, uh, you can hit us up on uh, SmugCastShow at gmail.com. Um, also, if you're listening to this on iTunes, be sure to subscribe, download, uh, that's where we get all of our shit from is the downloads. Um, also, make sure you rate us. Leave us a review. That's that's how we get in the new and noteworthy categories. You know, the more more we get, man, the more chances we are to get up into that. Um, make sure you give us five stars. Don't be a fucking dick. <laughs> Don't give me one star. I know I say it every week, but, you know, it's, it's, it's important. Um, but... Other than that, that's it. Thanks for listening. All right, so this song right here is Mr. Jack Johnson uh, live in Hawaii. It's called Girl, I Want to Lay You Down. Oh, shit. I come over. <laughs> you can play us out this week. Without warning. When I touch you, my heart begins to flutter. Because you're smooth and creamy. Like peanut butter. Oh shit. Girl, I wanna lay you down. If you learn to play this, I'm telling you. Hey, it's like it's like they said in varsity blues. You give a girl a couple Percocets, a couple Vicodin, a couple of beers, and the panties drop. It's very nice. Thank you, Jack Johnson. See you next week. Stay smug. Stay smug. Baby, the postman is about to deliver. I'll cook you up some dinner, a little pasta. We'll listen to some music, a little roster. I said, girl, I want.